Podcast Flesh. Terribly crazy into it, but uh, so let's just start off with the uh, let's just start off with the pillars. Well, who the did you pillars. think uh, really uh, stepped up this year in terms of the pillars? You have uh, Jungle Boy, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby. Any of those guys that you want to touch on? Pack. I think it's got to be MJF. Um, I his promos have been you know you could you, you might be a fan you might be a little offended but I feel like the guy speaks very well right. and. He's got talent when it comes to cutting a promo. Like, I'm interested in everything he says. And it's just because I can already kind of expect, like, a pretty almost fourth wall breaking kind of promo. Sure. Uh, You know, anything from when he was talking about how in 2024 uh, his contract expires and whoever's going to pay me the most money is where I'm going to go. And it's funny because he doesn't bury WWE or anything. So it's like, you know, he said it. He's like, I might work for them one day. Who knows? Right. Um, I like that. I like that element of it. And um, I just feel like he stepped up. Even in the wrestling, like I've I've noticed how much of uh, how I was kind of down on his wrestling earlier this year. And watching him wrestle more and more, I was like, okay, I, you know what? He He's not just like a Miz. Because it was funny when CM Punk called him the Miz because I had called him that on the podcast like, weeks before that or months before that yeah, right so i was like geez okay it's not just me but the wrestling is way more entertaining than the Miz's. so i'm way i'm more into mjf but i think the promo and like just the way he carries himself with the confidence and like even when he sells even when he's like upset and shit like that like i think it's great um, yeah so i think he out of the four pillars i'd say he he really impressed me the most i mean jungle boy jungle boy's great I just think he needs more time on that mic, and but I think as a you know wrestling, I'm never bored. Like, kid's amazing, and he's so good. He doesn't make any mistakes. No, I haven't seen a bad Jungle Boy match. Right, like everything's been great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's you know these guys are still so young, man. They got like time to improve, yeah. and like it's gonna be a scary thought where these guys end up because they're so good now. Uh, you know, I've been high on Darby Allen for a long time, and Sammy. Those those two continue to impress me a lot. Um, yeah, man. I mean, AEW in general has just been the better show this year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the four pillars have been great. I mean, Guevara, you know, just recently losing the TNT title, but he's been good. Darby's been great in everything. And yeah, you're right. MJF opened up a lot of people's eyes. He was a guy that was criticized early on just for not wrestling enough, just the way it goes. He right. doesn't need to, though. He's more about the promos, about the presence, the costumes, you know, everything else that goes with it, the story. The fact that he can wrestle, the fact that he can go is really a bonus. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, it just shows you that what a complete package he is. And him and uh, him and Darby really stuck out to me. They had a really good match, a really good program as well um, yeah. when it came time to get it. And the last pillar, Jungle Boy, again, just like you said, more time on the mic, of course. I think he's uh, in the ring. He's he's great. You know, he 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 exudes a lot of that sort of um, sort of that wide-eyed kind of white white me babe face. You know, he's just <laughs> so good at all that. You know, and he, he the guys like him, the girls like him, the the dogs like him. I'm sure too. You know what I mean? The dinosaurs clearly like him. You know, because of his association oh, yeah. with uh, Luchasaurus. 
Christian so Cage I, likes him. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's another guy that, that they've done really well with the pillars. You look at the pillars that, that are holding up AW. I would say you know it's looking pretty good right there. Yeah, definitely. I'm not uh, concerned about the company at all. Um, I'm just excited. I'm currently I'm going through the uh, the holiday bash episode. Uh, I'm about halfway, and I, it's such a fun show. It's so good, it's so funny. Yeah. And then, of course, they had that really big week several months back where they brought in CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole. I mean, just incredible. Not much to add there. I mean, all three guys have been uh, they've been doing really good jobs. Even some of the other guys that they brought in, like Bobby Fish, um, you know, just really, really good. They've been slotted into their roles. And uh, at the very least, you have a Bobby Fish that you can heat up at any time and even put him as a contender for any of the belts, and it would be perfectly right. fine i don't think anybody would bat an eye i think when you call yourself all elite wrestling i think it kind of it's expected that you can sort of go in the ring or on the mic or you better do something to stick out right yeah and yeah. uh they've done, they've, they've done a good job with all three of them guys definitely i mean now they got um kyle o'reilly in there too so they're leading themselves into this inter- interesting situation with cole and, and the bucks and stuff so yeah i'm excited man i'm, I'm really excited to see where that goes yeah uh, January 5, we got Adam Page taking on Daniel Bryan 2. This comes off the one-hour time limit draw. Um, what do you see happening in this one, looking into your crystal ball? Do they need to go an hour? Do they at least need to go half an hour? How would you book that match? I think they need to go an hour again. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. It just... it That was such a, a good hour, and the way it ended and everything was... You know, I hate draws, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it for the sake of the story. Uh, I think they should go an hour, but maybe have a winner this time. Or, you know, you hit the hour with a draw, but the match just kind of keeps going. Right. Like, I don't know. They break a rule. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot you could do. In terms of winner, I think Adam Page should still win again. Or should win this time, so to speak. Yeah. Um, because, I don't know, man. To me, he's... He's the guy to me that could take the title for a, a pretty long ride. I mm-hmm. don't think Brian needs it at all. So, right. I think it's interesting. I think if you put the strap on Brian, I really it really does shake up the entire company. Yeah, and and you can kind of tell a story. Like, my hey, problem, I beat my- you in the one that counted. We've had two matches. We've wrestled for over an hour, and I beat you, something you couldn't do across two matches. So you know what? You're not getting a title, a title rematch. But then you put Hangman in the uh, that same story he's always been in, just a sad cowboy trying to get his confidence back. And it's like, I don't want to see that storyline again. I feel like we just watched that for like over a year, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think you need to keep it on, on, uh, on page. Plus... Like, my problem with Brian winning would be, obviously not to the extent of how it was done, but when Becky came back and pinned Bianca that night, I don't need Brian to debut and, like, within a couple months be champion. Like, I don't need that. Don't do that. (laughs) So that's where I'm coming from. I don't need that. I don't want to see that. Don't do that. But, yeah, you could have him as a competitor because at the end of the day, he's a talented guy and you'll get good matches out of these two. But, uh... I think Hangman should retain. Uh, Hangman should retain, and CM Punk has hinted that he's next or will be next in line. So 
um, keep that in mind as you do your fantasy booking that CM Punk is next in line. So what's a, what's a more logical match? Uh, Hangman Page versus uh, a healing sort of CM Punk or uh, a heel Daniel Bryan, which would brighten up CM Punk and make him, wow, me baby face. You know what I mean? So it mm-hmm. just depends. You have two guys that can go either or, but CM Punk has raised his hand. It was like, by the way, I'm kind of next in line. So it's interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I don't think Punk should get the title as much as I love the guy. Um, not yet. Not yet, but we'll see. I don't know. I just don't want it to be at the cost of a young guy. Like, that's my thing with it. It's like your jobs are to elevate the, you know, the up-and-comers. So right, right. you taking the title away from him this early, it's kind of like, well, what the shit? Sure. <laughs> what was the point? That's my only thing with it. I mean, if it's done smartly, then okay, but it's hard to pull that off in a way where I'm going to be happy about it, so... Yeah, yeah, that's why I vote against it. Uh, Andrade El Idolo's uh, another guy that's had just great matches. It feels like this is like a completely different guy than the guy that we saw in WWE. He's a guy that's so dependable and um, just every time he comes out there with that crazy music, like when he comes out there with the gloves on and everything, like it almost it almost feels like you're about to see some shit happen. You know, kind of like when Malachi comes out, like shit yeah. is about to go down. And that's kind of like the Andrade vibe that I get. No, definitely. I think He's- that's a... He looks so much more confident, too. Yep. He's a guy that could easily yeah. be going for the, uh, for the world title at some point. So, uh, very good. Chris Jericho, the demo god. I mean, uh, he had a pretty good year. They had the, uh, the stuff with Adam Lambert. Um, he, he's been involved in a bunch of different matches. Mostly, mostly big kind of comedy main events, you know. But I, I think uh, everywhere he's been used, he's been great. Except as the Rampage color commentator. Man, I, I, he f- comes across a little too heavy for me mm-hmm. on some of that Rampage commentary. But um, it's, too much of that, um, it's too much of that crazy kind of hockey kind of broadcasting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Are you listening to me, Ricky? I'm trying to call the match. And it's like, oh, man, don't, don't yell like that, you know? Yeah. And I feel like he, uh, him being under also takes away some cool points from my boy Ricky Starks, who's, who's also on commentary. You know what I mean? And he is one right. of the younger guys. Um, who I noticed does a much better job when, when he's in a smaller booth as opposed to like a booth of like three or four guys in it. I agree. Yeah. I can't even say anything about that. That's totally <laughs> exactly my feeling. Christian Cage, I think he's going heel next year. Should be very interesting to see what happens. But uh, I would love to see a Jungle Boy Cage program where it goes maybe a couple months, you know, and uh, you can have uh, Jungle Boy win that one. And then you, you can pretty much put Christian wherever. I mean, it's fine. I'm so bummed that your idea didn't work, that your fantasy booking didn't come through. Which one? <laughs> you uh, predicted when Christian got signed that he was always signed to uh, Impact instead of Oh, AEW. right. Outwork everybody. And his whole outwork everybody was he's outsmarting everybody. He doesn't yeah. mean in the ring. He means like he's working you like as a gimmick. Yeah. That would have been so clutch, but it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would have been crazy. But... Uh... Yeah, a bunch of shit happened. When when that happened, they, they had to change the plans a little bit. I think Christian Cage went up to the world title match because they had to kind of thing. I forget. Yeah. I'm forgetting why they had to do that. But I remember there were some changes with that time, and Christian Cage was like the perfect guy. Um, I think Mox. Didn't Mox leave for some? I can't remember. But Eddie Kingston. Ryan, I heard this crazy idea the other day. I wanted to run it by you. How would you feel about a short Eddie Kingston world title run? That like the perfect so down. Perfect so anti-hero. Down. Yeah. That guy to me is the people's wrestler. <laughs> like 
I don't think even he knows how over he is, but it's just crazy. Those Eddie chants, and it's just, oh, man. His entrances with Mox before he took some time off was just uh, some of my favorite entrances. It's just so chaotic. Hell, yeah. No, I I would be so down for that. Like, Like, really. I think that would be awesome. Not opposed at all. One guy that, uh, man, this guy, for having made his debut so late in the year, has definitely made an impact. Taz's son, Hook, just uh, incredible. Really, <laughs> this guy's Hook? got every single thing going for him. Good-looking guy, tall. He looks like a character out of Street Fighter. His, <laughs> his wardrobe is tremendous. He comes in with his hands taped up. Um, amazing. He's got, like, the Muay Thai kind of boxing shorts, and he has an impressive submission style. I watched him against Bear Bronson on Rampage, and they were telling the story of, like, big guy versus little guy. And um, there was one, t- one, one part where, I, where um, Bronson hit with some move. I forget what it was, but just dropped him. Right. And Hook just stood up like he, like, like just no soul there. And as Bronson uh, turned around, <laughs> he just hooked him up and just started suplexing the shit out of this guy. It was just incredible. Yeah, I didn't think this guy's debut would make waves the way it did. I mean, Huge. we've seen him. We've seen him all year just eating chips or whatever. Like, yeah, he's kind of like I mean? the, uh, the, the, yeah, like the young, any young person that's like watching this program, you'd be immediately attracted to him because he's kind of like, he looks like, all among like the Jungle Boys, just looks like one of the youngest guys in the roster and has that right. cool factor, you know, like you definitely want to get behind him. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw his debut. It was, it's something, he has something special, like just a natural charisma to him that's like, you can't teach that, man. And I haven't seen his second match yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Right. It's just crazy how a simple ass like debut like that. Like this kid has no name. Like I mean, besides being Taz's son. Yeah. But like even in the show, like really they they don't really talk about that. So it's like it's just insane to me how everyone went nuts for this guy. Isn't isn't he like the didn't his merch sell? Uh, now he's like number one on the merch. I haven't read that, but yeah, is that what you heard? Yeah, something like that. Not it's, ever, it's, I'm sure, because you have like staying and people like that under. But maybe for the month it was or whatever, for, for the week or whatever. Yeah, something like that. It was uh, top charts. It was crazy. Yeah, good looking guy, good music. Right. Because uh, I didn't notice his music is by Action Bronson. Yeah, yeah, love Action. He's awesome. He's a good guy you'd have in the rumble because he's used to tossing motherfuckers like off the stage. <laughs> Action's so, like a Taz, <laughs> he'd man. He'd be good to have like a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, Action Bronson's like Taz. <laughs> They're all New Yorkers, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a, I didn't even make that connection. But that's amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so, Hook is cool. I think we need to go nice and easy. I don't think Hook needs to be fighting for the title in a month, but I think he's... no. He should uh, go back to just, uh, at some point, I mean, you want him on your darks and stuff like that, but on the main shows, he should just be in a hoodie, you know, as this guy that just looks like he blends into the wall, and then when you need to, you send Hook, and he mm-hmm. goes in there to crack some skulls and does whatever he needs to do, you know? Yes, agreed. But he's cool. Um, who else? Jay Lethal, a late addition into the roster, a former uh, Impact wrestler, ROH uh, heavyweight champion. Um, what do you see for Jay? Uh, see, uh, could you easily see him getting slotted back in the mid card, or is he one of these guys that uh, could hang around the top for a bit? Oh man, on a roster like this, I'm not really sure, man. He kind gotcha. of fits both molds. Yeah. Uh, I think 
I think he could easily just be a mid Carter for the time being. Right. Uh, he doesn't need to be in that world title title picture. He doesn't need to be always around the top guys. But I think, yeah, I think you build him up. I think you build him up to eventually be with the top guys. But right now, maybe for the next four four to six months, you just have him in that mid card. Maybe give him a TNT title run. Maybe give him like a, a tag team title run. Maybe group him with somebody, something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's Jay Lethal. Like Jay, he has him anywhere. Game. Yeah, you could put him anywhere. He's it's, almost kind of in the. Uh, he's almost like the AEW's Kevin Owens. Yeah, in yeah, a yeah. Way. I was actually thinking of that. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't hurt for him to lose. Like it doesn't right. hurt him. He, he can lose. It's, like it's if fine. Kevin Owens would have signed with AEW and like he was able to start now, obviously, they would have done the 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 this kind of thing, the Jay Lethal entrance. Yeah. Oh, I think exactly. rather than announce him and introduce him, I think they would have had Kevin Owens maybe coming through the crowd or something like that, you know? Yeah, I think Kevin Owens at this point would be a bigger deal. Um, I probably would have kept Kevin Owens like super, super secret. And this is like a perfect world where none of that C-word stuff exists. But you wait for like the first time that AEW goes to like Montreal and you bring him out in Montreal. Like I'm challenging... Yes. whomever maybe you do like a tnt open door policy thing or like a john cena thing like who's it gonna be this week and it was him <laughs> and you know it's kevin no yeah. dude i think that place would pop it i think i think kevin i'm calling it right now this guy probably be in tears on his way down to the ring yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn right oh man it's awesome i love i love seeing wrestlers cry i don't know why it's just like a weird thing with me i remember when uh i think it was miz he had come back and he was just so overwhelmed by like the pop yeah. that uh, that he had to like keep because he has to remember he's like a heel, right? Yeah. And I, th- I think the same thing happened to Edge. Like he came out there and the rumble. And he was like huffing and puffing, but he's like trying not to cry. There's, <laughs> yeah, but you can man. tell his eyes were like, man. Yeah, I got emotional with his. Man. I, I was did. Like, oh my god, <laughs> he's like staring at the floor so he doesn't cry. <laughs> There's two parts that. That are so iconic to me when it comes to stuff like that this year. That one was Edge when he comes out and he's just got the tears in his eyes. This was last year, I guess, at the Rumble. That first time that he came back. Yeah. Uh, or at Mania, rather. Because at the Rumble, was that with live fans? Yeah, they were both with yeah, live yeah. fans. Yeah, it was at the Rumble, though. It was at the Rumble. Right. But that yeah. was just amazing. When he looked sideways into the camera, it was just incredible. Right. And the second one, and, and I've, I've mentioned this one already, but... The CM Punk one, where he's just standing, where he's on his knees and he just looks to the side and it's like, oh man, yeah, wow. And the other one where he's just walking and he looks to the side and the camera's on the other end, just yeah. the way that shot was just, oh man, it's crazy. The same way that I go back and I rewatch the Jericho intro from 1999, Ooh, I'm sure when I'm still an, an older man, I will go back to rewatch that CM Punk the night he came back and just watch the whole thing. Yeah, know? that's definitely one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. The, the, the Punk one is, I rewatched that so many times when it happened. Um, that pop was ginormous. Yeah. The Jericho one, too, that you mentioned, his debut in WWE was incredible. When I think of yes. loud pops, that's usually the first one that comes to my mind. Right. Uh, and then I liked when the Hardy Boys came back at WrestleMania 33. That was a, that was a huge pop, too. <laughs> Jeez. That was, uh, that was insane. Yeah. If only they had rode that. Yeah. Honestly. Put the straps on him. Let him take it for a run. Well, they did. They did get this. this put over, yeah, I know, but properly, you know, put over a nice young team. Oh. 
do a nice program. Mm -hmm. No, it was just, ah, uh, oh, man, it's wasted. Mark Henry started. Sorry, brother, what'd you say? As most things are. <laughs> yeah. There. Mark Henry started off as the uh, Rampage color commentary. Didn't really, you know, light the world on fire. Um, but he's working his way back up. He's on, uh, I believe, Dark. So um, so that's cool. What do you think about Mark Henry? Do you like his, uh, uh, it's time. Do you like that gimmick that he does, the announcing thing on Friday nights? Uh, it's okay. Nothing, it doesn't really... <laughs> it doesn't really uh, float my boat that much. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really watch Dark. Uh, Dark is probably the least I watch yeah. uh, in terms of like wrestling for the week, just because there's so much of it. Um, no, no, but the, the, but uh, I, I, the I've, it's I've time. tuned in and yeah, yeah, I've tuned into to it and yeah. I've heard it. It's but it's okay. It's okay. I don't know. It's nothing crazy. There you go. That is Ray's review on Mark Henry. Mark, get back it's, to work. Uh, yeah, get back nothing to work. Crazy, Mark. <laughs> 2.0, I mean, geez, Damn I Mark. love these guys. They've been so funny and good. And I like their connection with Danny Garcia. I think this is a good trio. Uh, would you say Danny Garcia is uh, top 20 technical in the company? Yeah, he's definitely like, they, they build him up that way. Yeah. You know, when Taz is talking about him, it's like, oh, you know, you don't want to get him in that position or else he's going to break up the... It's like yeah. they, they've made him to be like a, you know, a submission machine master. But um, yeah, but it, he is, though. He, he's definitely up there in the uh, in the technical aspect of it. Damn I think, right. unfortunately... And I, it's funny, I, I never really heard of him until that point came to my attention. Um, yeah. So, yeah. His size is going to hurt him a little bit against big guys, at least from a poster standpoint, like if he were to be in a feud with uh, Brian Cage. But with the right guys, with the right programs, I think he could be amazing. Like imagine him and Hook in a program. Yeah. Or him and Hook as a tag team. Mm -hmm. You throw Darby in the mix. You know, there's a way to have all these guys go at it, similar size dudes, you know what I mean? Um, but AEW's also done a really good job of telling the story of David and Goliath, big versus small. So either way, I think we're winning. I think so. Yeah, it's there's no other. They can't mess this up. That's the funny part. Right. It's whatever you do with the guy, it's it's going to be positive and it's going to be fun. A, a big thing that AEW has is the fact that they're new. So everything they do is kind of like a, it's it's always going to be fresh for a couple of years and then. You know, once they reach a certain a certain year, I guess, or a, uh, a threshold, there's going to be like, oh, well, they kind of did this two years ago. Like, well, we'll start seeing that. But right now, it's exciting because it's new. Like, I still consider AEW a really, really new company. Like, just because they've been around for a couple of years now, doesn't matter. They're still new to me. There's still people that I talk to that I've never heard of AEW. Right. Uh, because they're not, they fell out of wrestling. But they know WWE, and they kind of know what's going on still. But AEW, it's like, oh, what's that? Right. Like, I have a friend who's all into WWE, but he's still to watch a whole episode of AEW. He's like, yeah, I've seen some clips, but I don't know if I should get into it. It's like, dude, no, get into it because it's way better than the crap you're watching. <laughs> You'll en I think you will, en will enjoy it, especially if you come from the WWE world, but it also depends on the type of fan you are, right? Um, I mean, if you're I like casual... I like AEW because it reminds me of, you know, the good stuff. Right, And it's generally done in a way that after I'm done watching it, I have a smile on my face. Like, hey, that was either a good show or there was like a feel-good moment, you know? 
like when they brought Trent Beretta back and <laughs> her mom, his mom drove that van down. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so weird. That's so good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost oh, feel like every time he slides the door open, a couple soccer balls should roll out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Soccer mom. <laughs> Amazing. So that's cool. Uh, MJF, I mean, uh, very little to be said here. He had, had kind of a down year. No, I'm just kidding. Little to be said in the Jesus. fact that, little to be said that, just just keep going. What the hell am I going to add to that? Pack? Uh, yeah, I talked about him at the top of the segment. I think he, he stuck out to me the most this year in terms of, uh, you know, just progression i think this kid he's amazing he's destined for greatness over here yeah yeah i know man it's been a pretty good year for uh aew and i'm just uh excited to see what happens next um and then just to wrap on the women's side you know very much there's a lot of women for very few uh goals or belts so to speak right um so i'm hoping now with the tbs title they can sort of I don't want to say do like a roster split, but it'd be nice to see like a women's program, a couple of women's programs going out at the same time, you know? Yeah. And there are I some mean, soft ones. I'm not saying there aren't. You know, there's are some soft programs in there. Um, but they're not, as, they're not as highlighted as much as the ones that they are featuring. Right. I think, uh, I mean, we've always talked about how the women's division in AEW has always been the uh, the weak part, the weak point. Um, and I think, you know, giving them a whole program or a whole show or pay-per-view or whatever, I feel like that would be a step in the right direction. I mean... Oh, man, I would, would love an all-women's show. Yeah, that would definitely get eyes on the product, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, I don't know about more eyes on the product. Eyes, how? Like, um, if, somebody, if somebody, for example, was like a women's wrestling uh, It's fan. not even that... Poor choice, of, poor choice of term. Oh, Not eyes on the product, but I feel like we would kind of look at the women's stuff a little differently because I feel like the problem is they don't get enough spotlight. Oh, my God, so absolutely. We, you know, so if we had yeah. more uh, spotlight on them, then it'd be hard to ignore them and maybe yeah. then we would start seeing the show a little differently. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just there's a lot going on, and AEW right now doesn't have, like, the three-hour show. I mean, and I don't want it to have the three-hour show. Don't get me wrong. But it's like Rampage... I remember when it was just dynamite and rampage wasn't a thing. And I was like, I think if they had one more little show, then it would do wonders for this company because they had, they had a lot of talent and rampage came out and it was fine. But now I'm thinking, you know what? You already have dark and all that. Make it a, make a woman's show. Right. Like, like a weekly woman's show. Are you kidding me? That'd be great. Mm -hmm. I'd watch it. Definitely. I think you could do a whole, I would give them one hour, you know, you do a one hour show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it would be great if it was on TV, but even as a YouTube special, I think that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah, it could start as a YouTube special and then eventually you bring it to the TV if you can. Yeah, it'd just be cool to have more programs. You know, you can do a a bunch of different things. You just got to start somewhere. If it's YouTube, then it's YouTube, but start. Just make a start. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff we can do. So many underutilized people. Like a lot of people don't even know who Abaddon is. The... uh, yeah, kind of like crazy. the Bray Wyatt of the women, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a very great. unique character with the blood and everything. I mean, you can easily do like an Abaddon, Nyla Rose program. You know, uh, you can revisit Riho versus uh, Hikaru Shida, old school for the world title from back in the day. Right. right? You can do, uh, you know, Bunny versus uh, Leva Bates. 
you just 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 see something different, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Chris Statlander and Jamie Hayter would be an amazing battle of like two fucking badasses. You put those two together to go at it for a little bit. Down. Jeez, there's all kinds. You can do a face versus face, like Ruby Soho, you know, the runaway versus like Red Velvet, the one that has had to scratch and claw for everything. And whoever you put over there, you turn them into a tag team after. I mean, there's all kinds of things, man. There's so much. <laughs> there's so Jeez. much. Jeez. And that's not even counting, like, Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Layla Hirsch, Jesus, Jade Cargill, Storm, you know what I mean? You can right. easily fill a couple hours. Then, like, if you have talent that you're still struggling to get on TV, have the women's program have some mixed mix matches. And just yes. throw, them, throw them guys on there. They, there's a lot that you can do that would benefit a lot of people. Right. right. Yeah, there's a mixed uh, tag match that you can go and watch it on uh, YouTube. It's uh, Kenny Omega and Riho. Oh, I've seen this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget who they wrestle. I'm not coming to. Uh, Cody and Brandy. It's C- Cody and Brand. No, is it? It's been a while. That's okay. But yeah, you get the point. <laughs> Mixed match. Yeah, you get the gimmick. You get yeah. it. So AEW should be fun next year. Uh, so those are kind of my thoughts on the on the thing. I thought overall they've hit a lot of home runs. I think we're coming off a really bad hangover we had after the CM Punk, uh, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan intros where we kind of got like, oh, nothing's happening. This is because we just got to chill for a bit. You know, I think there was, that night we got really spoiled with three, oh, man, two big intros, insane. one big debut, you know, several amazing. No, I mean, the whole card was amazing. Arguably one of the best cards of all time. So um, good stuff. And just on the, on the WWE and just be some consistency, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Damn there right. you go. That's all I got to say about that. Agreed. Yeah, check us out. If this is your first time uh, listening to us, you can also check out the rest of our shows, Podcast Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Podcast Fresh, The Last Wrestling Podcast. You can check those out at Podcast Fresh, available pretty much anywhere. So thank you for that. Thank you for the continued support. Continue to send in your emails. That's much appreciated. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Podcast Fresh. If you want to email us, we're at Podcast Fresh 2020 at Gmail. Um, Dot com on Twitter. I'm over on the machine at podcast fresh to, and that's it. That's all I got to say about that, Ryan. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Podcast fresh.